Do you love the Pacific Northwest as much as I do? And how do you show it everywhere you go? Get yourself clothing that reflects the love today. Head over to Forever Green and see everything they have to offer. From hoodies to t-shirts, even bathing suits for the summer. Forever Green will have something you will love. So I want you to go to www.forevergreenpnw.com. That's the number four, E-V-R-G-R-N-P-N-W.com. And don't forget that everyday hoodie. It's a buy one, get one half off. Today, I interview Christina Fisher. We talk everything from beauty to health to social media and a little bit of everything in between. You'll love her. You'll be inspired by her. She is one amazing woman. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc. And every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho. The goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right, I have Christina Fisher and this woman I have followed on the social media for a very long time, the IG world. We were just talking about the IG life, so it looks perfect and everything, but I have followed her and I have adored her for a long, long time. Um, this woman is fantastic. So first of all, thank you so much for jumping on here and talking to me today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. So tell us, well, first of all, I get distracted by the view she has. <laughs> And the sounds of the birds chirping and the water in the background. And I'm like, life. we're really oh, going to really do this? <laughs> I was like, should I go inside? And I'm like, no, I was been, I've been inside working all day. So get that vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. It's so, pretty nice. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, so about me and or what I do. So as a profession, I'm a nurse practitioner. I at work at a couple different clinics in the North Idaho area. One is in Coeur d'Alene, one's in Liberty Lake. My roles are different at each clinic. So I work at an integrative health, Northwest Integrated Health in Coeur d'Alene. Predominantly, I focus on health optimization at that practice. And then I'm at a med spa in Liberty Lake called Sarah Hamilton Face. Um, and there I do all kinds of fun things with skincare and skin treatments and injectables and, um, sign off charts. And I, I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, what's, so what's the difference between the two from one place you, you, like you said, you do the injectables and like the beauty spa side of things. What is the stuff that you do in Coeur d'Alene? So in Coeur d'Alene with the health optimization, so the clinic itself offers massage therapy. We have a wonderful massage therapist. She does all kinds of different massages um, and body work like cupping and things like that. Um, we have two chiropractors. I'm there and we also do IV therapies like IV nutritional therapies. Um, what I do there mostly right now is hormone balance mm. and specifically hormone optimization. So um, with that, there becomes, there comes a lot of like behavioral yeah. topics that we, I mean, my, my consultations are a full hour long. We go through labs, we go through diet, we go through sleep, we go through hydration, we go through exercise. And then I always ask people like, what's your goal? What do you want to see from like, why are you here? 
And so that looks, that's really cool because the difference between this place in, in Coeur d'Alene, my Northwest Integrated Health, and then Sarah's is, or, or Face Aesthetics in Liberty Lake, is here I get to be a little more medical, which my education is, is a conventional Western medicine background. I got, I got my doctorate from Gonzaga, um, but I get to, I get to spend more time with people and I get to figure out how they want to become healthy. And then I can help them doing that, help them to do that from the inside out, you know, with hormone balance and with diet and with literal lifestyle changes. And I think it's so cool that this new, like fun craze is happening in our area of biohacking and everybody's listening to podcasts. And so people are getting more interested on how to better themselves and, and what's intermittent fasting and how to do it correctly and if they should do it at all. Yeah. So it's, it's really achieving someone's healthiest self from the inside. And then at face, I get to do everything aesthetic. So everything, not everything, but I do a lot of beauty stuff. I mean, face shaping and contouring and Botox and fillers and all things, all, all things skin. Yeah. That's why you're so fantastically beautiful. You look at that and and like, I also love your hair. I've always like loved your hair. And so, um, yeah. And I love the whole, you know, you'd, if you're listening, you've got to go check her Instagram out her whole story of what she's done. And even like the stuff with you and your mom, like I get like choked up watching that stuff. Cause my relationship with my mom the same way. And we had a little scare this year with her thyroid stuff. So that was one of the reasons also I reached out to you. I was like, man, this is, this is, this is hitting a little too close to home as well. And so I think you sharing your journey and the things that you've gone through and your mom and like, I just think it's beautiful. And I'm really like grateful that I've been able to like watch your journey as well. Thank you. I, I always feel a little like hesitant when I post personal things like that, because I'm like, oh, you know, the last thing I would want is for people to be like, oh, she's you know, trying to get attention and using something like that. But what I have found is if, if my hesitancy stops me, that's fine. It's something that maybe is too personal to share and I don't, I'm not ready to put it out there. But if it's something that I can do lightheartedly, uh, silly picture with my mom, even though she's sick or, um, you know, sharing an experience that we have together, more and more people are reaching out. Like, thank you for sharing that. You know, it, it, it was meaningful to me in all kinds of different ways. I mean, that's the cool thing about Instagram is that you can look at it and everybody's going through hard times. I mean, even if life is getting better, things are still pretty hard. And then you throw on, you know, health issues on top of that. And it makes it exponentially worse, I think. Yeah. And I love that you're willing to share that. I think that's a great point is that people can connect with you or they're just like, I'm not in this alone. Like there's other people out there. My na- like they could be your neighbor, like sharing that same experience that it makes it feel okay. I mean, with people with mental health or w- like what your mom's going through or whoever, it's like you, when you can connect with people, it like makes things better. Mm-hmm. Especially in a year of much more isolation than what we're used to. I mean, we're in a little bit of a bubble in Northern Idaho, but we still had, I think a, a lot of isolation everybody had changes. Um, so I think that connection and when you talk about being someone's neighbor, it's crazy how much people don't talk to their neighbors. I mean, 
half the time you may not like it. <laughs> maybe you don't like your neighbors but the whole concept of like being neighborly used to be you know people were just friendly and not that they're not now but it's just I feel like it's changed a little bit so I think people are really in search of connection which honestly is why podcasts are so great too you get to listen yeah. to someone else's conversation and it's entertaining especially if you're from this area that like people like know me or know you, they're like, Oh wait, she's connecting with this woman that I've always watched and do this. So I think it is, it's all about connection and kind of like, we all, we still don't know how to act around each other anymore. So <laughs> still like, Hey, like awkward. I was like, how did I forget how to interact with people? <laughs> it's so weird. And then even, even with hugging, like, I wouldn't say I'm like a full blown hugger, Yeah, but I say like people I love, I hug, you know? Yeah. And so I mean, even patients, I'll, I'll, I'll hug them. And for a while there, we weren't, we weren't doing, I wasn't, I'm not even shaking hands. So now the few patients that I've gotten or, or friends that I've seen that I know we're close to, or we're spending more time together. It's like our hugs are like embraces. <laughs> They're like prolonged experiences of connection. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not letting you go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I do think that there is definitely something about connection, which is, you know, say what you will about social media and Instagram. It's a way of connection. I just, my, my hope is that it's a positive way and not, gosh, it can be really hard too. So yeah. And then you compare yourself to people and especially oh, that's, that's you're, you're in two in industries, you're in two opposite industries is you're over here talking about how we can get better, your hormones, your health, but then you're also talking about the beauty piece and how you can feel and look better physically. And so you're, you're kind of, I can see how that can be a struggle. And it's, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. I literally, if someone told me you have to pick, I would be like, no, thank you. I don't want to. I love both that much there. I think if I were to do one, a big part of me would be missing the other. So I'm very fortunate that I get to do both. I love that. So where are you originally from? I'm originally from Wilmer, Minnesota. Ooh, I did not know that yet. Yeah. So it's a small town. What's that? Minnesota. I know. I think I dropped the Minnesota accent at some point. I love it. Um, my undergraduate. I don't know. I, I It'll come out every once in a while, but for the most part, I, I don't think I have a strong Minnesotan accent. Um. So I'm from Wilmer and then I graduated um, from my undergraduate, first undergraduate degree from the U of M. So when I moved out to Sandpoint, actually, I moved to Sandpoint first for a year. I moved out from Minneapolis, which is a big transition as a young, you know, young 20 year old something person. I was like loving big city life. And then when I got out here, I was like, I love the area, it's gorgeous. But there's no way I'm going to stay out here for, you know, right. longer than just a winter. I'm going to be a snowboard bomb. And I am still here. <laughs> so fast forward, I moved out in 2009. Oh, that's awesome. So mm -hmm. what is your favorite, like, I guess, because you work in Spokane, you work in Coeur d'Alene, you live in Post Falls, so you kind of got all of the best of everything. What is your favorite go-to restaurant? <sighs> Okay. So can I have more than one answer? So some people tell me like, they're like, this is my favorite breakfast. This is my lunch. This is my happy hour. So people have like walked me through their favorites of the, of all the meals. So I can't tell you the last time I went out to breakfast, 
it's probably my least favorite meal, mostly because I don't eat eggs. Um, and prior, it's like whatever. But um, prior to being able to eat eggs, I loved breakfast. Um, so since then, probably in the last five years, I don't really eat breakfast. Lunch is my second least favorite meal because I never really know what to eat. I mean, I always just eat the same type of things. I do the meal prep to basically get calories in. Like lunch for me, if it could be in a pill and I could just take it or in a pellet, like a hormone, like if I could just get my nutrients all <laughs> injected somehow, um, I would be so fine with that. Dinner is my jam. So I love dinners. I love appetizers. Um, if I am towards Liberty Lake where I work, I love Hey Jays. Oh, me too. Mm -hmm. So Hey Jays, great. Shout out to Hey Jays. It's amazing. I love the owners. I love the people that work there. Um, when I work in Liberty Lake, the guys that work at Butcher Lot Block all know me by my first name because I'm there getting, they do these to-go salads. Oh, I guess that's what I do for lunch occasionally. Um, I'll get, they have fresh homemade to-go salads with like, you can add um, chopped chicken and they do steak bites too. So that's my lunch usually. And then in Coeur d'Alene, I struggle with Coeur d'Alene. Syringas is a go-to for sushi, love syringas. Um, if we're going to go have like a cocktail and watch the sunset, Beverly's is great, but we always sit in the lounge. Um, where else do I love? That's about what we do if we go out to eat. And I know there's a bunch of new places, but I feel so disconnected from anything because all I do is work and I landscape. <laughs> And your beautiful home, like, like a full-time landscaper all weekend. <laughs> so, so yes, also follow her Instagram for her landscaping ideas. <laughs> so much work. Um, but I guess it's my choice. So yeah, but it'll, it'll be worth it in the end. It'll yeah. totally be worth it. Totally. So, obviously you are a workaholic and you are, um, you know, fantastic but what inspires, what or who inspires you to kind of be your best self in, you know, in your personal and professional life? That's a good question. What am I inspired by? I guess I, I always want to grow and I always want to learn. And gosh, in the last, now it's like year and a half, you know, when, when 20, 20 was over it was like okay new year but it seems like there's been a lot of things that just have you know like I was saying before life it's hard and there's constantly things going on and there's constantly different changes happening and change is generally hard um so I think just the constant growth to improve and I I am someone that wants to succeed and I'm, I'm competitive, not with anybody else, with myself. So when I make a mistake, I'm really hard on myself. So to, to take things into perspective and try to see the good and try to see the silver lining and try to see the lesson that can be learned here and then truly think on it. I mean, meditate on it, take time on it. And I think when, when I do that, the hope is to then improve in the future. 
be better at that thing, know how to handle that situation better. Um, so I guess what inspires me is to just be better, be a better human. Um, and then that goes to a global, global perspective. I mean, it starts with just me, but then it also goes to my practice and then it goes to the community and then it goes to the state and then it goes to the nation and then it goes to the whole world. Like yeah. we really want is world peace. <laughs> the Miss America answer. <laughs> oh, I mean, so. No, I love that. That is perfect too. I was just telling someone the other day about like, I love to, I've been loving to golf. And one of the reasons I love to golf is because I feel like I'm constantly competing with myself. It's not like I'm competing next to the person next to me. I really want to get better. So it's more of me wanting to get better. I'm like, I know this person's way better because they've been doing it for years, but it's like a, it's one of those things that I actually love because I get to see my pro my progression. And mm -hmm. so I'm kind of the same way as like, I, you know, those kind of things motivate me or inspire me is that I'm like, want to level up and I want to do better for our community or for myself and for my family and those kind of things so I totally I think that's a fantastic answer <laughs> and isn't it cool though like I don't play golf I know nothing about it but what I do know about it which I just said nothing what I kind of think of it as is that the people that I know who play golf have good games and bad games right you're still playing the game but you can be super fit. You can do all your training. You can do all your meal prep. You can do all your fitness and you can still have a, can I say shitty? Oh, you can say it. You can say shitty. I mean, you can have a shitty game and you can have a great game and not have a lot of that back prep happening. So I think in different situations in life, you can prepare yourself, you can be trying, you can do a ton of stuff on self-work and you can be going to counseling and doing your meditation and breath work and just struggle. You know, I think there's lots of, so many different factors that come into play when someone's struggling. Yeah. Um, not that those things aren't important because of course they are, but then, you know, I do feel like when people just give themselves a little bit of grace and patience and just relax a little bit and be like, you know what? They have a better game. Yep. Right. Well, the best analogy I've heard, like golf might be the most, the best way to kind of relate to life is because there are great days. You're going to have great games. I mean, you can be a golfer, the best golfer, and you can still have the worst game. And then I don't know if you watch any of the pros, but like one of the oldest golfers, like one, because, you know, he's been doing the same thing and practicing and meal prepping and probably even practicing so hard. It was just a great day and all the stars align. Like, it's just, it's a great, that's a great analogy. Life is golf. Yeah. Life is golf. <laughs> Coming from someone that knows nothing about golf, but I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you understood what I was saying. <laughs> so what is one piece of advice you would give a younger you? Oh my gosh. Wear sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, move your body, move your body, exercise, physical activity, like get off the couch and move your body. Um, and, and start paying attention to how you fuel your body. I mean, that's three things, external, internal, physical. I mean, I can go on a whole soapbox with different mental things, but I think if you do those three things, it's a really good start. Yeah. I think that's a great, I know a woman, she, her, her and I, our birthdays are, we're same birthday, but 60 years apart. So she's in her nineties. 
and she is this wonderful woman. And I said, what is the key to like a long life you've had? And she said, to always have a positive attitude, like don't sweat the small stuff. It's not worth it. And number two was to move her body. So she swam, walked her dog. She said, move her body. And three was, I think, to drink scotch or whiskey or <laughs> something. So I was like, you know what? This woman's got the key to life. She's got some, what, good, that's some good balance right there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I've all of most of my experience with elder population and elder, elder populations have the coolest advice like that. Like it just, it's, it's short, it's sweet, it's simple. And it's usually like, do what you love. Life in general is way too short and drink scotch. <laughs> yeah, it was. And that's what she was like, gin and tonic or whatever her drink was. Right, right. That's how she was. She was like, I and move my body. And I just tried, I mean, like the, the, the stay the positive or not sweat the small stuff. I was like, I know it's so like simple to think about, but it is so spot on because if we don't sweat that, if we really like have a better mental, like mental health. I mean, how much longer you feel like I, my anxiety sometimes feels more numbing than like when I'm sick. Exactly. Yeah. I just had a conversation today with a patient about, um, getting out of this like box and bubble that we put ourselves in and taking a step back to say, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Like that is okay. Whether it's parenting, whether it's owning a business. And that is really hard because of course, when you're in the thick of it, this is your life. This is your, a different kind of baby, but it's all parenting, right? It's all, it's all this journey of guidance and learning and experiences and, and making mistakes, even if they're devastating mistakes in the long thing, in the long grand scheme of things, it's like this too shall pass. And is it worth ruining your day? Is it worth getting into an argument with the person that you love? Because we're going to blank and be 90. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's pretty much how life has gone. Even in the last 15 years for me, I'm like, God, how am I 30? I'm almost 36. Like what? So time is precious. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And that's such a good point. Like Great point. No, I think that's, that's totally spot on. Um, if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Oh man, this one is a tough one. I haven't thought about questions like these for a while. Keeping you on your um, toes. <laughs> what's that? And I'm keeping you on your toes. Yeah. I'm trying to think how like personal I want to make this or just keep it like simple, like, like Lady Gaga. Oh, I, I'm right there with you. I would love to have dinner with that woman. I mean, like some kind of pink. I think pink is amazing. Oh, I can see a little, yeah, I, mean, I just know, like I can yeah. see some personality, some looks, some very like edgy. I like that one for you. I used, I used to, that was my, what is it called? Adopt, sorry, I'm getting. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. That was more, more so when I was younger, but. That's because the older woman that's in her nineties that I, she loves pink. And so she dyes her hair pink. She's in her nineties pink and she went yeah. to pink's concert and someone told pink that she was going to be there. I put it on Twitter and all this stuff. 
they pushed her out and like she actually talked it was the coolest thing ever I love that yeah so so dinners honestly by the end of the day I'm I don't want to I'm tired like I wouldn't say some kind of crazy politician or someone super smart or like I would love to talk to Mark Hyman right like (laughs) I mean he's amazing so or like a figure like that but when I have dinner I'm like I don't want to talk about serious things anymore so I think I'd keep it fun I think it'd be like Gaga Pink I don't know someone like that so you can actually have a good time like Mm -hmm. and really like think and feel like I'm being recorded on a podcast <laughs> appetizers, you can have your dinner, you can have your cocktails and have Yeah, your- and then we can go dance. Yes. With Gaga. <laughs> Could you imagine dancing with Gaga? Yes, I can. Are you a, are you a friends fan? Not really. I mean not like in my adult life. I love a friend. So I when I am feeling anxiety or any depression or any of my like craziness coming on. I put friends on and it makes me feel really good. So I've always been a friend and fan since I was a kid. Well, then they did the reunion and I hate to be a spoiler alert, but Gaga comes on the reunion. Ooh, I would like that. I would watch it for that. Not that I wouldn't watch it. It's just, I don't know. Her and Phoebe sing uh, Smelly Cat. What's that? Her and Phoebe sing Smelly Cat on the reunion. Okay, I, I I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> Way to spoil it. I know. I might as well. You're. I mean, you were gonna watch it, so now I'm gonna make you watch it. <laughs> now everybody else knows. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is um something you still want to, I guess, discover either about yourself or about this world still? Well, I love traveling, so. I, there's still so many places and I, and I love everything. I love winter. I love cold. I love heat. I love water. I love hiking. I love adventures. I don't know if I would love like riding a camel in the desert, but I would probably do that. Like I would do safaris. So I just think, I mean, I follow a ton of most of my little search feed is either animals or crazy exotic places in the world this world is cool so So I I would love to travel more um and then I'm excited to figure out what I do with my life that's where I would love to I mean I I I wouldn't want to know now because I enjoy the journey and the process but um I'm excited for the next five years I'm excited for the next two years I think it's going to be cool and kind of going back to that growth and um, constantly learning, constantly pushing myself and challenging. Um, I I hope that I'm I find happiness and the rest of the world finds happiness and that's going to be a big one. I think we're kind of on the verge of. I think after 2020, we are kind of on the verge of the end of the beginning does that make sense like I think I think things are going to continue to change throughout the night you know this year and so that's a good way to put it too I feel the same way just I think the old the old ways are going to be different 
like the like I remember when we won't be talking about what our grandparents did. it'll be it's gonna just be different I think that is a great way to put it mm -hmm. yeah I'm going back to um Minneapolis for the first time since 2019 or early 2020 like January I can't remember but I haven't been back I mean I still have a sister and a brother-in-law some nieces and nephews that live in Minnesota so I'm gonna go back for the first time and visit and I I mean, my sister has told me it's definitely different than like my home that I left. So it'll be interesting. Well, it's different here. And I, I mean, you probably have seen it. It's completely, things are very different and you're a little edgy on bringing up anything political or talking about COVID or talking about the growth of our community. People are on edge. And so it's very mm -hmm. different in that way where it used to be just kind of an open conversation. Now you're like, people are passionate about how they feel about one side or the other. Um, what is I also think not to bring up touchy subjects, but I also think very exclusive. I think people are, I mean, they talk about like the polarization. It feels to me that it's much more challenging to even ask a question right now without being met by um, defense yeah. and confrontation. Exactly. And I'm like, people can't ask questions and how are they going to learn? Right. And you then they, exactly. And if you're someone like myself, I'm very in the middle of a lot of things. And mm -hmm. so when someone like is talking about their, their, their side or how they feel, I'm almost afraid to even say it because I'm afraid of like, someone's going to yell at me or get mad because I'm feeling or thinking one yeah. way. So it's exactly how it is. You're just like, Oh, um, I guess I won't talk about my opinion because it like offends you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep very different. So if someone's listening right now and they want to connect with you or learn more about what you're doing in all aspects of life, what is the best way to get a hold or connect with you? If you want to learn about how to landscape, find someone else. <laughs> um, no, I'm on Instagram mostly. I don't, I'm, I'm on Facebook, but I do a lot of Facebook, Facebooking. Um, so I think I'm at christinafisher.dnp. Is that what you were asking? How do yeah, we just, if people want to connect with you or learn about or have her having some hormone things or they want to learn how to get Botox or fillers and they're afraid to like just reach out to you and you have all I would say reach out to the two clinics that I'm at um, because they will help facilitate that connection. If you want to connect with me on a personal level, I, I am on Instagram. I check my own my messages daily. If it's a medical related question, I won't respond on Instagram. I don't think it's professional. Um, so I would, I would then send, just call the clinic. Then I have all your information. I have what I need to be able to better, you know, facilitate your questions. I love answer that. questions. And that's, yeah. and that's, that's perfect. Cause I think that's a, it's super important. Um, and I, you should have like a TikTok. I think you should, I don't know if you're <laughs> at all but maybe you should do that on your landscaping i don't know how to TikTok. i'm learning i actually started sort of dabbling in the TikTok world this last weekend love it it's it's kind of hard mm -hmm. i do like for lately i've done some reels those are hard they're so fun <laughs> i think there's so much i mean i'm a total dork about it but i'm like burke did you see my reel today and he's like <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> I'm like, you have to go watch. I spent four hours on 
<laughs> not I, really, but no, I, I know, but even like an hour or 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you're like, why is this so, but it's, it is it's, it's just, there's like something about it. Plus I'm, I, I'm, I have like a creative side, which is part of the reason why I love injectables. I love anatomy. I love beauty. I love aesthetics. Um, but I also, I love painting. I love drawing. And so there's something about like creating a story and creating a reel that then you can add music to it. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I love this. This is a good beat. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it beautiful. Like you could put, I mean, some of the people, some of the things people create on reels or TikTok, it is mind blowing. Yeah, and some of it is like not. <laughs> and you just scroll on. At all. And yet I look and I'm like, how do you have 2.2 million views? Right. It's like- it, it, I don't get it, but I, I do kind of get it. Like, I think you can take a very mediocre video clips and add music and all of a sudden it's something I'm proud of for whatever reason. I love it. <laughs> so my last question um, for you is that we all know we, we brought it up a couple times. It's been a rough year, um, physically, emotionally, whether it's your health, mentally, physically, that has suffered or financially, or you just have been in like this weird state for the last year, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone that's maybe struggling at this point? This too shall pass. Mm. And a whole bunch of other things. I mean, I would, I would say stay positive, but honestly, it's really hard to stay positive when you're feeling low and struggling that much. So I think that even to say that is being inconsiderate to someone who's truly hurting and not able to even get to a level of positivity. So there's always silver linings. And if you give it time, I think time is our most precious entity and also our best friend when it comes to grieving. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And it, like, feel the feels like a lot of people are they think they're not supposed to cry and they're not supposed to feel it but I think that's one of the most important things is just, you gotta feel those mm-hmm. yeah and everybody hand I mean everybody is different you know some people don't but I do I mean I, I'm a crier <laughs> um I'm, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that but yeah. um I definitely experience motion differently than you know my husband for example and so I couldn't agree more feel the feels and my hope is that you're in an environment to be able to to feel safe enough to feel the feels how you need to yeah that's perfect whether it's crying or, or not as long as it's not harmful <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself please ask for help if you need it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but seriously <laughs> exactly well, yeah. I thank you so much for giving me some of your time this afternoon. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited. I got to chat with you. I really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. It was great. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.